0: Let me tell you a little bit about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on your dog's food, and they're going to love it. At least I think they are. Miles loves it, right? Your dogs love it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. It's uh, it's addicting, I think, to, uh, <laughs> yeah, I to think dogs. It is. I think it is. They love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Lick the bowl clean. Um, and that is really unique. I don't know if you had problems with your dogs eating, but Uno really had a problem eating. Um, and now they lick the bowl clean. Now, the good news is you put this on your dog's food. And not only does it help them eat um, and help them enjoy it. It actually has all of the vitamins and nutrients and the probiotics, all the stuff that's been sterilized out of your dog's food. Um, it helps put all of that stuff back in, and they lead a happier and healthier life. Just try it with your dogs, roughgreens.com Beck, roughgreens.com Beck. Try it now and uh, watch the difference in your dog. All right, we've got a lot to cover today, including a new way to look at things. Next.
1: to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah, hello, you sick twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Well, I'm waiting for the apology from all of those that called uh, the Freedom Caucus members terrorists, that they didn't want anything, that what they were going to do was destroy the country. I don't know. The things that they got for standing up against McCarthy seem to be pretty reasonable and something that I think both sides of the aisle should be happy about. But maybe that's just me. We'll talk about that and how the world is inside out and upside down and what to do about it in 60 seconds. Having pain in your life isn't uncommon. Millions of people suffer from it every day and if you don't have it now, you will. When that inflammation hits your joints, whether it's from regular exercise or just the day-to-day grind or the effects of aging, it is awful, awful. You don't have to live in pain every day. If you have severe pain, and usually our pain is caused from some sort of inflammation, my back pain is caused from the inflammation of the discs, everything is inflammation. It causes us to age more rapid, rapidly. It is the, um, the, the beginning of all trouble, really, in our bodies. So when people say, I take AB, ibuprofen, you know, it's, it's good. It never works for me. Never. Uh, and I've even tried the strong stuff. You know, you can only get by prescription 800 milligrams of that. Hoo-hoo-hoo! You got to watch that closely. Nothing works for me. I took Relief Factor. I didn't think it would work. Three weeks later, I'm testifying to you, it took away my pain. It is, to me, a miracle drug. Three-week quick start, only 19.95. dollars It's a trial pack. Try it now, relieffactor.com or 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Okay, I don't know about anybody else, but um, I'm thinking that it worked out pretty good uh holding mccarthy you know for 15 votes i don't know but glenn oh. it was such an embarrassment and it was such yeah. a was su- can you believe mm. the dysfunction
1: in the party no and all I that
0: no i can't oh gosh four days we delayed their no important work by a few days yeah that's un- yeah so here's what they got a minimum 72 hour reading period for all bills presented to congress now, you would think that, well, we already have that because that's exactly what President Obama. I'm just going to just point out the Freedom Caucus actually got in writing what President Obama said he was going to do and never did. 72 hours to read a bill. Why is that important? Because We don't have a constitutional republic anymore. The way this is being run is there is no appropriations committee, really. There is no way to um, have the power of the purse with Congress because they don't make a budget. They just give you one lump sum and then let the president divvy it out. That's unconstitutional. That's not the way anybody does that. Nobody does that. You have a budget. Okay. Okay. They don't have that. You also no longer have the same process of debate on the floor. When was the last time you saw, except for last week, when was the last time you saw Congress all sitting together as a House of Representatives and debating and have people behind them listening to them? Everything that you have seen on the House floor where somebody gets up to make a statement There's nobody else in the House, literally no one else in the House. That's all made for TV.
1: And this is why one of the first things they do, and this is Republicans and Democrats, one of the first rules they pass is to make sure C-SPAN cameras can't be pointed at the gallery. Yes. Because they don't want you to see that no one's there. Correct. So the only reason you saw any of this stuff with McCarthy and, and like uh, Matt Gates and the guy being restrained and all, the only reason you saw any of that is because the speaker wasn't in place yet and the rule wasn't set yet so that the C-SPAN cameras could be pointed at the gallery. As soon Now they can't. You're never going to see that stuff again. For two years. But because they hadn't
0: put those rules in yet, you got this small window of time to actually see what was happening. Right. You need transparency. This is our government. We vote. They're representing us. I want to see what they're doing as they represent us. So there was no debate. It was all decided by Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy. And then it was uh, Chuck Schumer uh, and Turtle Face and Those four were making the decisions of what would come to the floor of the House and the Senate, and then they would give it to you, you know, maybe five hours before a vote. It's 2,000 pages. You can't read it. You need attorneys. You need your staff to go over what is in that bill. That's what the House Freedom Caucus just accomplished for you. Conservatives who are against this, will you, you don't have to apologize, Will you at least admit this is something good? Democrats who said, these guys are terrorists. It's in the hands of, of, of crazy people. Is that crazy? What they got, is that crazy? Or does that work to your advantage as somebody who belongs to the United States of America as a, a voting citizen? Isn't this a good thing? Now, they also got a a commitment on a committee to study potential FBI abuses uh, against the American public. That's a church committee, and I'll explain that later next hour. That is really, really good. How about this? For everybody who thinks it's an extremist thing on the left, term limits, they're going to get a vote. We all know how it's going to turn out, but they're at least going to get a vote on term limits. That's something that almost every American is for. One of the most popular things in our discourse. Correct. 80% of people support it. Correct. So how is this a bad thing for America? For Republicans or Democrats, this is the first time I've seen a group of people actually do the work of the American people and take all the arrows and keep standing. When's the last time you saw anybody do that? In Congress, not for some special interest, not for something that is really divisive. None of those are divisive. When's the last time you saw that? Congratulations to the House Freedom Caucus. I wish these guys were in charge, honestly, because they're, they're only asking to live by the Constitution. That's a good thing. A really good thing. So congratulations, America. You won. Now, we're going to get into this a little later. But I want to talk to you about how the world is completely inside out. And I've spent a lot of weeks um, reading and studying and praying and looking at what is the message that I can bring to you um, that will be helpful and additive to your life. How can we save our nation? I will tell you that I truly believe the only thing that will save our nation, really, truly, miraculously save it, is God. Is if we turn back to the Lord and beg forgiveness and ask for his blessings again. If we don't do that, we are going to go the way of every other empire uh, of history. And we will find ourselves in true slavery, unlike anything that the world has seen ever before, because China is the future, Uh, except it'll be global. So as I'm watching the rioters in Brazil, which we'll talk about later, and I'm seeing what's going on, they're trying to say that this is, you know, January 6th. This is nothing like January 6th. Although it has many of the same motivations as what Americans who voted for Donald Trump were feeling. And that is this is this is us against the machine. This is us against not Republicans, Democrats. But this is a machine that is crushing the average person. I want to give you the perspective here to think about that what you're really fighting is not left and right. What you're really fighting is not Democrat and Republican. What you're really fighting, and I said this to you last week, and I want you to understand it before I add in something today. What you're fighting is a globalist fascistic movement called the Great Reset. Which really is run by the global corporations and the elite uh, presidents, prime ministers, governors, parliaments of the West. Okay? It's an international fascistic sort of system. Business and government colluding because they know better. Then on the other side, you have the national uh, great Reset, if you will, the national fascist, and that is China and Russia, where it's all run by a bunch of oligarchs or, you know, the party in China, and they collude with business to make money and keep the average person down at the bottom of the ladder. That's what you think you're fighting. But what we're actually fighting is is international fascist, that's the Great Reset, that's what America is pushing for and Joe Biden, and then you have the Chinese model, the national fascists. You're leaving out something else, the locals, and that's where we are, and that's why so many people who are um, uh, former liberals, they you'll read this from people in their tweets or their their comments on things they'll say it's it's just too crazy to hear a conservative talk about, you know, going local and think local and uh, you know, support your 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 farmers market. Yeah. Yeah. You know why it's weird? Because we admit you were right about some of this stuff. You were right about international wars maybe we should back off of some of that stuff and mind our own business you were right about the government and business colluding you're right and you were right that the power really is local so why are we arguing still local if we fix us ourselves locally The power remains closest to the people. This is the basic principle of the American Constitution. You keep all of the power closest to the people, not in some far distant city of Washington or, God forbid, in some far distant EU or the United Nations. You keep it closest to you because you have the best ability to fix the problems on the ground. If I call 911 because my house is on fire, I want that 911 call to go to my local community that is in touch with my local fire department. I don't want it to go to some national 911 call that will prioritize which city is more important and then filter it down to my local. I want it local. That's the most effective way to fight the fire. That's what we're doing. And that's what you're really feeling. The media is helping either China or the Great Reset crowd. So either the international fascist or the national fascist. The media is helping both of those two and providing you with a false choice. It's one or the other. What do you want? China? What do you want? Well, no, I want local and local means the Constitution. That's what they don't have a Constitution like this around the rest of the world. But we do so we can understand it better. But that's why you're seeing riots in Brazil. That's why you're seeing them all throughout Europe. That's why farmers are standing up in the Netherlands. Wait a minute. We can't grow food this way. Because they're the local fire department. They know. Okay, so I want to change the subject just a bit to what is it that you believe in? What institution today do you believe in? I told you there would come a time where the world would be inside out, upside down, and everything that you thought was solid will be liquid. I'll give you a minute here, 60 seconds to think. Are we there yet? I am, I think we are. Everything is upside down and inside out. Nothing you thought you could trust, you can trust. So now we feel alone and panicked. Should we? 60 seconds, back in a minute. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So January might be called Buyer's Remorse Month, as I'm sure this past year you spent a lot more money on gifts and food and everything else than you thought you would because prices are through the roof. If you are a homeowner, though, you've got an opportunity to pay off some of that holiday debt and maybe even put some money back into savings. Now, this is really important. Um, Talk about a cash out refinance of your mortgage with American finance. If you have high interest cards, uh, any credit card that you have, you're probably paying anywhere from 18 to 25 percent now. And that's going to get worse and worse and worse. The equity in your home is at the highest that it will be probably this year because your home price is going to go down. You have a limited opportunity as a window closes to take that high interest rate that you're paying on your credit cards, throw it and roll it into your home where you have equity, which will balance things out and put it in there where you'll get a 5% interest rate instead of a 25% interest rate. It will give you breathing room, save almost up to $700 a month for the average person. Start today, you could skip up to two mortgage payments giving you additional savings. So call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, Station ID. So is there anything that you can think of that you have absolutely faith? In? Let me rephrase it. Is there anything in our society that has not failed? People have failed us. Institutions have failed us. Uh, in many cases, our churches have failed us in one way or another. Um, our political parties have failed us. Our banks uh, our our checks and balances have failed us, have they not? Is there anything that hasn't that you feel hasn't really truly failed us? I mean, nobody's perfect. You're
1: not talking about that, though. You're not talking about an occasional failure. No, I'm talking about a
0: systematic yeah. kind of failure.
1: I mean, there's been there's some things. I think you know the military, uh, at least our mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. People, you know, our soldiers. I think are very yeah. darn good. Okay. Uh, but
0: as a system. Yeah, like it's Our been Pentagon. a problem.
1: It's a problem. Our day-to-day, you know, police officers, I I tend to trust, but right. again, but we've had the some system issues there. Um, is now set up to fail. Yeah, uh, there's not a lot of examples. The courts have had some good moments lately, mm-hmm. but also
0: there's plenty of bad ones you could cite as well. Yeah, and you could also cite the local courts that are now just missing people for bail and everything else. Mm-hmm. The system, yeah. has failed. It's hard to find one. Okay, so I I I want to. I want to give you uh, something that we've heard a million times, but I look at it with new eyes. Charity suffer long. It is kind. Charity doesn't envy. Charity uh, isn't vain. It's not puffed up. Uh, It doesn't behave unseemly. It doesn't seek uh, her own. It isn't easily provoked. It doesn't think evil. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity. It rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Listen to this Charity never faileth. But where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether they be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, they will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But then, that which is perfect, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away these childish things. For now, we see through the glass darkly. But then, face to face, now I know in part... But then I shall know, even as I have uh, known, and now abideth faith, hope, and charity. These three, the greatest is charity. Charity never fails. What does that mean when we're looking at our society? I'll give you the answer when we come back. back program thanks to your support patriot mobile is now on the front lines of the parallel economy they are now offering service with all three major networks which means that you know you get what you you know the big three if you like their service but hate their values you can access them with patriot mobile this comes with a performance guarantee if you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch among the big three major carriers for free. That's how confident they are. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They share your values. They're not gonna send your hard-earned money in to aid for the destruction of America. They'll work for conservative causes, not against them. You're gonna get the same nationwide service, all while supporting a company that loves America, shares your values, and and supports our police. 100% U.S.-based customer service will make the switching easy. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Talk to your neighbors now. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Free activation with the offer code Beck. Don't miss Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo
1: code Glenn and save yourself 10 bucks.
0: welcome to the Glenn Beck program everything we know every system we have has failed has failed and we've done you know our best to figure out you know what are we gonna do I again um, reiterate that I think the only thing to save us is God but God is truth and where do we find these eternal truths well When you look at eternal truths, one thing we all know, I don't care if you're religious or not, love never fails. Whether there be prophecies, they'll fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But love suffers long. It is kind. It doesn't envy. Love doesn't parade itself. It's not puffed up. It doesn't behave rudely. It doesn't seek its own. It's not provoked. It doesn't think evil. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity. It rejoices in the truth. And it bears all things, believes all things, hopes in all things, endures in all things. I don't care if you're religious or not. If you define love, that is how you would define love. So... Love is the answer, but I want to break this down. I want to go back to the original word that you would find in King James, and that is charity. What is charity? Charity begins, well, one of two ways: Do your responsibility as, a, as an American give more, give it to the IRS, and the IRS will give it to those in need. That's not charity. That's not charity. It does not require any kind of gratitude on the blessings that you have because it just takes it. Charity begins with gratitude. And I believe this is the biggest missing piece that we have to put in before we can find love for one another or anything else. We have to find gratitude There are some studies that have been done that are quite amazing, and they separated um, about 300 adults, and they were people that were seeking mental health counseling, and so they were told they're going to be put into an experiment, and what what they did is they assigned, they broke them into three categories. All three received counseling services. But the first group was uh, instructed to write a letter of gratitude to another person each week for three weeks, whether they sent it or not. Find somebody that you're grateful for and write them a letter. The second group was asked to write about their deepest thoughts and their deepest feelings about negative experiences. The other group didn't have to write anything, didn't do anything. What they found Was that those who wrote the gratitude letters, whether they sent them or not, were significantly better in mental health in just four weeks and 12 weeks after their writing uh, exercises stopped. It was still beneficial to them. So gratitude actually changes the way your mind works. They found that the people who were uh, writing with wee words, were writing about gratitude, were so much better off. In fact, the ones who had negative emotions, those who were ruminating on their negative experiences, those people tended on becoming even more bitter. Now, look at our society. Our society is not using we words we're using them, they and them, they're responsible, they're the problem, not we can solve this. We are being trained to be pessimistic, we are being trained to, to pit ourselves against one another, and instead of looking for things we're grateful for, we're looking for things that we're pissed off about. May I suggest that we stop that activity and start looking for the things that are we're grateful for. They then went out to this group and said, pass it on. Here's some money. Pass it on. You just figure out who you want to pass it to, who you think deserves it and how much they deserve. When they did this, they found that across the participants, when people felt more grateful, their brain activity was actually different, and it was different from those who actually um, were giving money as related to guilt or even their desire to, co- to help a cause. So I really believe in puppy dogs. So I'm going to give the puppy dogs, you know, need sweet eyes uh, charity. You can have that. But if you're giving it because you love little puppy dogs and you want to help them on that cause, it's not as powerful as being grateful for those people who are helping little puppy dogs and giving it to them because you're grateful to them. And it is certainly those who felt guilt, like I'm going to get in trouble if I don't give this money. It doesn't change. Now, here's what happens. You actually have a fundamental um, change in your brain. They say it's a greater neural sensitivity in the medial uh, uh, prefrontal cortex. Here's what happens. You have a change in the brain area where you learn and make decisions. And it becomes stronger. And it's a practice that doesn't happen right away. It's a practice that you need to build up over time, about a month. And then it starts to show differences in the way you think, the way you behave, your happiness level, your depression level. It makes you stronger as an individual. And again, it's really all about being charitable. Again, giving to something doesn't Doesn't isn't the same as gratitude. Being grateful for the people, being grateful for the opportunity. That's what leads to charity, true charity. Gratefulness leads to love. Love is charity. We're not grateful for anything. How many people are grateful today? All you hear about are the complaints. I have said for a very long time, I believe this audience is going to be the audience, the group of people that will save America from its disaster. will save it, whether in whole or in parts. It will be responsible in the end for saving her. So I want to start a couple of things. I'm going to ask anybody who is who takes that charge seriously, that. We are each of us responsible for playing a role in either our destruction or in our salvation. I want to start something with those who are serious about that, and I'll lay it out over the next uh, few days and few weeks, and it won't be all of the audience, I'm sure, but I ask you to be involved. You're listening to this broadcast at this time for a reason. If you look at the mental health situation in our country alone, do you know that suicide for African-American men is up 56 percent? It's up 30 percent among our children. Why is that? I think one of the reasons is because we lack gratitude. You know, I've. Thought about this over the holiday. In some ways, I lack gratitude for all of the bad things that happen in my life. My father used to tell me there is no such thing as bad, it's what you decide to do with whatever the situation that presents itself. I've gone through depression, my family has gone through depression. Every single one of my children now have gone through serious depression. I should be very grateful that I went through depression and I had a mother that um, committed suicide because I'm very well aware of it and I can spot it early and I know how to somewhat know how to deal with it with my children We have all been given our problems so we can conquer them and then help someone else out that has that exact same problem. I'm grateful for that. It gives me a purpose and a meaning and some steering. You know, it gives me a compass. Oh, okay, I I should probably head towards that direction. I'd like to ask you to start a gratitude journal just on a piece of paper on a notebook whatever just every morning and every night if you can otherwise just every every night write doesn't matter what it is it's going to probably start out really stu- stupid i'm really grateful that i can go to sleep right now i'm really grateful that the day is over i'm whatever it is it probably will start out very simply but over a month At the end of the month, I want you to compare the two and you will see it will deepen and start to look for the things and the people that you are grateful for and write them down. It will change the way you think. It will change the way you process information in a very positive way. Back in a minute. Well, it's a new year, and you've resolved that one of the things you want to change in your life is your stress level, which, by the way, gratitude shows reduces stress. Maybe you should start with the uh, stress you feel about your car. I'm so grateful for my car, even when it breaks down. And then I'm grateful for Car Shield. When it breaks down, you need somebody watching your back for those big, huge things. CarShield now offer offers protection plans for around $100 a month, and all you have to do is choose the mechanic that you want to do the work. CarShield administrators will handle everything else. It's incredibly easy to do, and it will save you so much hassle. Count on CarShield also to take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So lock in your price today and it will never go up. Go to carshield.com slash back or call 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan. It's carshield.com slash back or 800-227-6100. carshield.com slash back. Call them now. The Glenn Beck Program. So I want to play something I posted on Instagram uh, the other day, uh, on Friday. I, I saw this clip, and it, it, it comes from a play with a fairy godmother. And um, I I just posted it with, to me, this is the way Monday feels.
1: Not to fear, little children. I will help. Not to fear, little children. I will help. Not to fear, little okay, children. Stop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so... If you are just listening to that, the fairy godmother suspended above the stage. At that moment, you heard her crash. That is her—the suspension mechanism breaking and her falling to the to the ground Play in a very violent Play fashion. Not
0: to fear, little children. I will help. <laughs> it's right on beat too. Like <laughs> right. it's almost designed. And I mean, it's so tremendous. And to see the fairy godmother and her skirt just kind of go down. And then you don't see her hit the floor, so it helps you not go, ow. Yeah, it looked, uh, it looked like it was a little rough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I like how it's also
1: encapsulated in the phrase, not to fear little children. Yeah. Like, everything's <laughs> going to be
0: fine. <laughs> <laughs> it really just... I saw that clip and I went, mm-hmm. that's Mondays. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. Mondays. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um, we've got a couple of things. Um, uh, first of all, how was your weekend, Stu? Uh, it was very good. I don't know if you know this. The Philadelphia Eagles number one seed nope, didn't in the hear playoffs. It. Nope, uh, excited didn't hear it. about that. Nope. Excited
1: they got the national championship wasn't, game for college on tonight. Wasn't
0: screaming at the Cowboys at all this weekend.
1: Oh wow, it wasn't. I mean, see, now that you're actually getting into sports a little bit, mm-hmm. because mainly because your son is into it, mm-hmm. it's 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 going to be fun to watch your life, you know, be completely tortured. Like every other Cowboys fan around here, uh, that's uh, that's fun. Yeah. It'll, that'll be fun for uh, for me to enjoy at least. Yeah, I'm yeah. already. I mean, look, as an Eagles fan, I'm always tortured no matter what happens, even when they win. So I'm used to it. But you you don't understand the pain you're about to uh, in, indulge. So
0: um, you know there was the uh, the the quarterback that was the standing quarterback for the Dallas uh, Cowboys, yeah,
1: starting quarterback. You're talking about Dak
0: Prescott, yeah, Prescott. He, looked, he hurt himself wonderful. and then shut up, and then wonderful uh, this weekend, yeah, and then. And then he was replaced with the second string. Cooper Rush, yes. And Mm -hmm. uh, he would seem to, I don't know anything, but he seemed to Mm. be doing quite well. Mm, Yes, he he did do very well. And then Prescott got got better, came back in, and doesn't look quite as good as the second string guy. (laughs) You know, there's there's a lot of people around here making that argument these
1: days. And I... I revel in it. Oh, I, I enjoy it so much to hear every word shut of up. these points and arguments being made. But yes, it does seem like he's, be, he's very good at completing passes to the other team.
0: Yes. <laughs> he led the league
1: in interceptions, but he also missed five games this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So I keep.
0: I'm told yeah. all
1: the time he's some elite quarterback. I I've I, never noticed it before. I don't
0: know what hmm. it takes to be an elite quarterback. That's not it. But there's a couple of quarterbacks out there, like the one in Tampa. Yeah, uh, oh, yes. well, he's a that very good example. Doesn't seem to be quite as elite. You're
1: saying that who isn't? Wait, wait I don't think I understand your point here. You're saying. It may be
0: completely invalid. Uh, uh, what's his name? Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite as good as it used to be.
1: No, he's, yeah, he's, he's getting older, but yeah. he's still... You know, Should have
0: quit last year. <laughs> Should have quit. It's been a rough year for Tom. I yeah. mean, after a lot of really good years in a row, Yeah, it's been a rough year. And I yet mean, he's I just still in the myself, playoffs. Is it? Yeah, right. But was it worth the family? I mean, I don't know how you made the choice of it. I, you know, yeah, that's, that's definitely the... I think he did. That's what people say. Yeah, I don't like know. Like his family. You know, his wife. That's what people say. Is she <laughs> saying he chose yeah. publicly saying you, that? She's publicly oh. saying, I, you, we made a deal. You were out. You were out. I want you with the family. The so back out. Program. Mm.